Talking with Topher is sponsored by slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, and naturalbossnh.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 112. Talking with Topher. Talking with Topher. Talking with Topher. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back on this May 26, 2022. That's right, it's Thursday. How are all of you doing out there? Um, quick announcement. I just want to let everybody know, stay tuned to the podcast after the credits. That's right. Both of Tyler Crane, his grid link uh, singles, 30-second clip of each. So I'm going to give you all a small taste of what's to come July 1st. All right. So stay tuned to the end of the podcast, and you're going to get 30 seconds of each track that Tyler Crane is dropping everywhere uh, July 1st. So let's get into the housekeeping first. I want to say thank you to everybody out there for subscribing. It means the world to me. Keep sharing, rating, reviewing, commenting. I appreciate it. Thank you so much uh, for supporting the podcast and me. Um, If you're new to the podcast, maybe you stop by, checking it out, just listening. Subscribe, all right? Subscribe to the podcast. It's the one thing I'm asking everybody to do. It's free for you, and it means everything to me. Um, of course you can also set the alarms if you want to know when all the new episodes upload and feel free to share, rate, review the podcast and comment. All that pushes it in the algae rhythm and it gets it out to a bigger audience. So I just want to say thank you for doing that already. And if you're not, please be doing that, helping the podcast out and helping me out. All right. Uh, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, that's T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. Put a 60-second video. I'm answering uh, any type of questions on shorts every week. Uh, you can ask a question. You can send your story. Maybe you know somebody who has a story that needs to be heard. You can send that information over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. Email.com. If you put slow down in the subject line, you get the opportunity to get some free merchandise. All right. Send those on over to the official email of the podcast and uh, get an opportunity to get some free slow down merch, get a question answered, or maybe tell a story. All right. Let's share. T-A-L-K-I-N Wittofer at gmail.com. If you want to follow me, I'm on social media, right? Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, that's Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. I'm on there every week, almost all week, trying to just give you some extra content. All right, so go there, give a follow. I appreciate it. And now with all the housekeeping out of the way, let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is a fun one for me. I actually um, just got done recording it and and I'm now doing the intro and I'm just having a grand old it was such a good podcast I'm so excited uh but I had my friend Tyler Crane on um so he is a he's an well we've been friends for eight years now 
Um, I helped get him into jujitsu, and he has been uh, making music ever since I've known him. And I am just so excited because now he's got two new singles coming out. They're going to be dropping July 1st. It's so exciting to see where he was to where he's come. Um, And I'm excited to share this with all of you out there. Um, So go and follow him uh, on Instagram and Twitter, I believe. All links will be in the description below. His SoundCloud link will be in in the description below. I think I'm repeating something somewhat of what I said on the podcast, but I want everybody to go and follow him, check him out. And he's got two new singles dropping July 1st under the Gridlink label name. So that's super exciting for me uh, to see this happening. Um, But before I get that started real quick I wanted to just bring up the gratitude journal and let you all know that I have completely dropped the ball I did it twice and it was one day then it was, I forgot then I did it again and I haven't touched it since I think I've got it in a bad spot I don't think it's the what I want right now because I want an actual journal or that composition notebook and so I figured I'd just be honest with everybody I am grateful every morning I wake up I just I have a hard time writing things down I feel like I have a hard time reading books so I don't know if anybody else is struggling with it as much as I am but uh it's really hard for me to get into this habit of writing what I'm grateful for down every day. And I just wanted to be upfront and honest with everybody um, because like my five-day water fast, when I do it, I do it 100%. And if I'm not doing it, I'm being 100% honest about not doing it. Um, That's part of my addiction is that lying leads to drinking. So I don't want to lie to anybody or pretend like I'm doing something. If it's just not happening for me, it's just not happening for me right now. But I still think it's a great exercise if you are doing it. But with all with with that being said, and I hope everybody out there is enjoying their Thursday, uh, you know, stack those wins, get those. It's a beautiful day. Um, you know, spring is almost behind us. Summer is coming up. And it's exciting. It's exciting to uh, see the warm weather. And it's very exciting for me to uh, share this with all of you out there. So enough of me rambling and going on and on. Let's get into today's episode, uh, Talking with Tyler Crane. So I think we'll just get into it, you know. Um, We're recording as of right now. And uh, so my guest today is... Tyler Crane. And before we get into anything, please plug, promote anything you want. Uh, I got uh, go by Gridlink Music uh, on Instagram. Uh, you can check that out. Um, I'll be releasing uh, some new music in about a month. Um, and yeah, so check that out. Uh, it'll be on, on all major streaming platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal. Um, I'll have links at some point. <laughs> Gotta okay. gotta wait gotta wait the first first release you gotta kind of be a little patient with it um, but uh, yeah uh, so just follow me over there I'll be I'll be posting all about it uh, posting some stuff be out uh, if you're in the Manchester area I'll be hitting up some open mics in the next month or so uh, so check those out um, 
And yeah, I'll do you, do you have any dates as of right now? No. Oh, oh, July first for the songs. For the, for two, the yeah, I have for two the singles. individual tracks. Is going to be July. I have two 1st. singles coming out July first. Not sure when I'm playing live yet, but okay. Follow me on Instagram and uh, check it out, and I will keep everybody posted. And that's Gridlink. Gridlink, yes, uh, spelled with Y's. Spelled with Y's. Yeah, I don't spell it with I's. Okay. Um, and then um, as of right now. Gridlink has tracks that people can listen to on SoundCloud. On SoundCloud, correct. Yes. You have a, what, like three or yeah, four? I released, yeah, I released uh, an EP in 2020, uh, peak lockdown season. Um, All right, so there's something out there for so everybody yeah. to go and listen to right now until the two new singles so those new ones drop. come out, yeah. All right, right on. That's yeah. awesome. These new ones I'm a bit more proud of, but. <laughs> um, you should be. Yeah. You should be. Yeah. I, I've listened. I think they came out a lot better. Um, you sent me those links, yeah. and I have listened, and I waited until I was in my car so yeah. that I could actually car hear Car speakers, them. the car test. Well, I wanted to hear the bass. I wanted yeah. to hear the treble. And when you play music on a phone, you, oh, it's, it's, awful. it's not justified it's at awful. all. It's awful. Most of the time, you are correct. It's too pitchy. Tinny. Yep. Yeah, it's weird. So yep. I purposely played it in my car this morning, mm -hmm. and I like both the tracks. Yeah. I was like, all right. The, the, uh, I think it begins with an H. Happenstance. Yes. Yep. That I'm one right out. there, definitely a little bit more of my flavor. Yeah. But I like them both equally. Yeah, it's so all. So I'm excited about that. You'll be able to, there's pictures and yeah. stuff, and I've got links for a bunch of stuff that will go into the description, as always. Uh, so make sure you go into the description below the video. Check out all the links, everything that's already existing, and everything that's new that's coming. There'll be pictures and names and stuff like that. That is Hell awesome. Yeah. So... Let me let me start off since we're already talking about your new tracks. Approximately how long did it take you to make just these two tracks? How long did you work on them? Not like the, all the details, but like you started here and now you're at July first. Yeah. How long did it take you to get to July first? Uh, over a year. Over a year. Yeah, over a year, man. For two I mean, tracks. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely there. There That's were cool. times, you know, life gets in the way. Yep. Um, and I definitely like I'm. I'm gonna own up to kind of dragging my feet at a at, at a couple spots, whether it be, uh, writer's block, like a creative um, block, or just um, you know, life getting in the way. You know, I moved out of my parents' house. I. I uh, have been, you know, doing a lot in my personal life and kind of kind of getting getting into um you know, I'm I'm 27 now. So it's it's you know, a lot's going on, a lot of things are changing. Yeah. Um but yeah, it took uh it took I I they each started the same just with a simple idea, a uh, simple 8-bar loop and then uh the real challenge um cuz I mean, I've been playing music all my life. Um I can come up with an eight bar loop in 20, 30 minutes and be happy with it. The challenge is taking that loop and turning it into a full fledged song. Okay. That is okay. dynamic, that has an intro that builds into the verse or like the main section. And then you have uh, the chorus or the drop. And you have all these different elements that you have to build off that one eight bar loop. And that's where that's where the true challenge is for me at least. Interesting. Is okay. is 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 making it more than just because you don't want to bore your listener, right? Yeah. You want your listener to be engaged and you want your listener to wonder what's next in the in the track. You want it to evolve. And you can't 
evolve an eight bar loop by keeping it the eight bar loop. You know, you okay. have to, yeah, you have to fair. like, you know, you either take, you know, take some elements out, bring some different elements in and switch up the energy levels. And really, especially with like electronic music, um, where I'm doing all instrumentals, you know, I'm not a singer. Um, I'm not a rapper. Um, <laughs> I love hip hop. It's my favorite type of music. Um, but I am not a rapper. Um, so I'm doing all instrumental stuff and, and kind of like, uh, you know, I, I got, um, into the electronic music scene and, um, really just dug the instrumental tracks and the production behind it. Um, and just the energy, um, that, that those, that crowd brings. Um, and it, it, it inspired me. That's, so. that, that's awesome. See, I've always been into music, uh, uh, dance music. I tried to, I, I tried to be a DJ back mm-hmm. in the day. I did attempt it and I, I got a, a, my DJ name tattooed on my back, which today I'm not <laughs> extremely happy about, but it did happen. It was a part yeah. of my life. I tried to do all the music stuff, but it wasn't something that I could get into, but it does amaze me that, and, and I just think that, you know, one song taking a year to make is incredible yeah because i just think that's so much patience and love and going into the art of making a track now everybody takes a year to make a track but you're you're just getting your feet wet i mean yeah it took you this long to get these two tracks established get them mastered get them mixed get them all perfect Mm -hmm. and then you had to go through the next step which was actually getting it uploaded to uh, a place where it will be distributed yep. everywhere. And you were telling me a little bit about that. And without getting into the weeds and, you know, putting everybody to sleep, like for people trying to make music, get music out there, just kind of go over what you used and who's distributing your music and how much of a hurdle that was to get over as well, in a sense. I'm curious. Yeah. Um, so just from the distribution and not right, not right. Like it took you a year end. to make this track. Mm-hmm. Now you've got this track in your hands, and you need to get it out to the masses. Mm-hmm. And you chose, I believe, CD Baby, mm-hmm. and that was somewhat of a process. Yeah. So for people trying to get into this industry, for people younger than you are, mm-hmm. um, uh, what what should they be on the lookout for? What were some of the hiccups that you ran into that you feel that like? wasn't as well explained to you you kind of had to pick through it but once you got Mm -hmm. through it now you understand it can you Mm -hmm. simplify that for somebody else trying to get into it yeah yeah um (laughs) i could try um (laughs) you know what i'm saying because i'm still i'm still uh you know learning through it myself um but uh and you know uh it's it's still all very new to me um but i've done i i believe i've done my due diligence in the research so so do um, i yeah so I, I I use CD Baby. Um, there's there's a bunch of different ones. Um, the the three biggest ones are CD Baby, TuneCore, and DistroKid. Um, you told me about TuneCore uh, okay. back in 2020, I think, when I was releasing uh, my old stuff, and you were like, oh. "You got to get your stuff on TuneCore." Uh, the reason I didn't go with TuneCore is um, uh, they're 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 annual priced. You know, okay. depending on how much music you have out you have to pay to have those um tracks stay up but you keep all your royalties um distro oh, distro okay. kid distro kid you only pay like 10 bucks a month and you can upload one track um or 100 tracks 
a month. Okay. However much you want. T- that ten dollars a year. It's kind of like with with you know jujitsu. Like you pay that 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 flat rate, and you can go to however many classes you want. Just like with DistroKid, you can upload as many music as you want, as much music as you want. CD Baby, on the other hand, is pay per release. Okay. So I paid. I paid. Uh, ten dollars. They have a pro package for for thirty bucks a track, which I was not doing. <laughs> They're like, you should do this. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, I don't have the money. Thirty bucks a track. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Um, so ten bucks, and then another five bucks because uh, you have to get a what they call a UPC barcode. I don't remember what UPC stands for, but it's basically a, a digital footprint of your track um, that they that they have. Um, and you, well, you wouldn't need that it be upload. used if you wanted to turn it into a, like a tangible single? Wouldn't that UPC be the barcode on yep. the back of the single that they would Pretty scan much. at the store? Yep. Because that's what I think exactly. of as a UPC. Yeah, because it's going to be on like Amazon Music too, so you can like purchase it. Oh, really? You can like really? purchase it for like, yeah, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into okay. like getting it up on Bandcamp too, which is like a very, um, you know, it, it, a website geared towards independent artists. Um, that, that kind of treats the artists better than, than some of these bigger streaming platforms. Um, so yeah, so CD baby is, is pay per release. Um, I went with CD baby, um, for two reasons. One, they're the only one that has a live customer service helpline. Oh, so you can call them. You can't, I like call, that. You can't call TuneCore. You can't call DistroKid. Um, so um, and, and I guess the second reason is by extension, you know, so I, I, um, am taking some classes with Berkeley online, uh, through my Southern New Hampshire university, uh, master's program. Uh, they, they partnered with Berkeley. So I've been lucky enough to take some classes with Berkeley professors. And, um, one of my professors, um, has worked with a lot of independent artists and, you know, last question, uh, for the class, I was just like, for someone up and coming and like putting their first, basically like what you just asked me, yeah. I asked him and I'm okay. like, what, what one do you recommend with all your experience in the industry and all your experience, all that? He says, CD baby, because they'll help you. Hmm. It might take you a minute. You might be on hold for a little bit, but that's everything. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, so yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be on hold, but if I can talk to a human being, if something goes wrong and I can talk to a human being, um, that's what I want. But I haven't had to yet because CD. Another reason I chose CD Baby is they basically have an entire website dedicated to uh, helping you understand everything behind music distribution. Oh, see, see, they have a very robust um, software that answered all my questions. Um, and my biggest advice is follow the directions. You oh, know, okay. like yeah. there are very specific instructions given. For what type of audio file you need, um, exactly the format, pixel amount, DPI amount for your cover art, because and they 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 don't you know put these to to for a headache for you right. The last thing they want is to send your stuff to to Spotify and then Spotify rejects it because your cover art format is not correct. So now your release date's been delayed. So if CD Baby can iron out any potential hiccups by having strict guidelines for what you submit, then guess who's happier? The musician, because now they, their release date is, is, and you know, give it, be patient with it. That's the biggest thing, man. I mean, I had these tracks mastered. Um, uh, you know, if, again, if you're, you're in the Manchester area or I'm sure he'll do it. 
um, you know, online too, but Blackheart Sound. Uh, this guy named Eric Sauter uh, runs runs a, a recording, mixing, mastering studio uh, over in Manchester. Uh, he mastered oh, all shout my out tracks. Eric. Yeah, shout out to Eric. Absolutely. Um, I was I was very happy to not have to listen to those tracks anymore, and <laughs> I could just give yeah. it to somebody else and you know get their get their uh, expertise on it. Um, but yeah, um, uh, he's. He's great. He'll master your stuff. Um, but I had these mastered. Um, God, six months ago? No, no, back in March. Okay. Yeah, whenever I went to South Carolina. Yeah, I went to I went to South Carolina with my girlfriend uh, for a little bit. Uh, that was weird. Yeah, that's <laughs> my house. Um. So, uh, yeah, we went down there, and uh, I sent him the tracks right before I left, and uh. By the time I came back, I had him back, and nice. I was just they so were they quick. were done. He's, he's quick at it. Yeah, well, mastering mastering's a little different too. Um, yeah. you know, I mean, recording, mixing, mixing is really the most important. But step, you got to have all right? this done to make your track sound right, so that you can. Yeah, get them you out can there. you can master yourself. It's definitely something because I don't I'm not rolling in money. Um, but um. So I was, you know, considering mastering myself, but mastering uh, is a very, like, meticulous process where you really want an objective set of ears. Yeah. Um, I've, yeah. Had, I've had enough musicians that not only I look up to, but musicians that, you know, I just trust their advice. And they've been like, yeah, master your – have someone get a mastering engineer. Yeah, yeah. Well, it um, makes sense because I wish I could find – I wish I could uh, have an editor. Yeah. <laughs> because to have an editor would be so nice because, you know, it allows me to separate myself. Mm -hmm. And they're going to probably hear things and the, they can fine-tune it better than I can mm -hmm. because I might leave something in, but in the end of the day, it was unnecessary because... Yeah. But I left it in because I'm biased. Yeah. Well, exactly. So, and and it doesn't allow you to, yeah. I feel like you editing or you critique, like it doesn't, you, you're going to miss something. Especially where like I've been working on the song for a year. Yeah. Not only do I have like a massive emotional attachment to it, but I've also heard the song right a million times in all its different iterations. Um, so it's, it's nice to just kind of give it up and, and that kind of, it helps, I feel like, with decision-making, too, because I'm one of those people that's always going to try to tweak stuff. Like, ah, just one more tweak, just one more tweak. And that, I think, is a big reason why it took me so long to release this stuff and um, you know, definitely looking to have like a bit of a faster turnaround moving forward. I can't be releasing two tracks a year, you know what I'm no, saying? No, no, but so. that's the thing is that you, you, you started this process and you went through the entire process, and now it's taken a year to get you a release date, get everything done. But now you know how to do it. You feel comfortable doing yeah. it. So obviously, it's like it's like changing your brakes on your car. Mm -hmm. The first side is going to take you the longest because if you don't know what you're doing, if you watch enough videos, but then you run into issues, by the time you get to the second side, easy. It's like a nature. It's yep. easy, easy because you already did it on one side. You're just replicating everything, and that's what you're going to be doing now, that rinse and repeat. Mm -hmm. You know, this, I went through the same process with this podcast, putting it together, getting it tuned, getting the sound, put it, just doing it's, it and doing it and doing it. And it's yeah. been two years and it was a long process to get here. It's but been now, awesome seeing it evolve. 
like I, how I, much it has. I appreciate that because, you know, I felt like it evolved kind of slow and I was, I don't know. Like, what we always do is we nitpick. Yeah. And we keep nitpicking and nitpicking. And always. I know that if I keep tweaking something, I get to the point where I break it. Mm-hmm. So I'm at the point now in my life where I just try to get it to a good point. And then I just let see see what happens because mm-hmm. I've learned to not tweak too much because I break things. Oh, yeah. But that's me personally. But I like the fact that you've taken all this time, put in all this uh, emotion, love, effort into these tracks. And like I said, I found them to be really good. Yeah. I'm excited for the release date. And I'm just excited to see where you're going from here. Yeah. Now, I know that we talked a couple months ago, and I am going to quit you on the spot, but <laughs> I am hoping to hear something for the podcast by June. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I, I, I'm excited for it. And if you didn't know, now you do. Uh, Tyler Gridlink does all the intro and outro music for this podcast, has been for the last year and a half. Yeah. I believe I yep. started using your music, so it has changed a couple of times, and I'm looking forward to the new one that uh, we I should be hearing hopefully by June. Yeah, just to put you on the hot seat. Oh yeah, a little bit. yeah. But we got out of 100%. class today, and it was it was amazing. I, yeah. I had so much fun in class, so much fun. Yeah. Um, we had some great technique, and it being a, like I don't know, we always do this in my kitchen after class, just yeah. shooting the shit. Of course, you know, I wanted to get your music out there and use this opportunity in my podcast to lift you up and have more exposure to some more people because this is exciting. This is an exciting thing that you've done. And uh, just like my podcast and trying to share everybody's experiences and stuff. But um, I I just had it's it's so much fun being able to roll and and that that arm bar I caught you in today. Mm -hmm. That's that's that tricky one I've been working on. Yeah. Because a lot of people think that they they got that I got the wrong arm. Yeah. And I don't know what you felt, but like I surprised a few people with that one. Does I that was the one where I got my foot up under your chin. Oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. And you were like trying to pull out, but mm-hmm. the more you pull out and the harder I it hip up, you, you Yeah, you yeah. sink yourself. Yeah. Which okay. is really neat. Yeah, I don't get it all the time, but yeah. that one, that one really, uh, that felt that, that felt real good yeah. today. I was like, oh, it's happening again, mm-hmm. because these things I've noticed where I'm at in my level, I just, I just things just kind of fall into place, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm not even looking for it half the time. Some of the yeah. time, I, I'm just kind of feeling around, and then all of a sudden, something feels right. Yeah, and I've noticed that that's where a lot of my shit has been coming from, and and it was just. I don't know. Working together on the mats is just an amazing experience in itself. Yeah. And, 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 uh, uh, but I just, I had so much fun with that. I got, uh, I got, uh, Sheehan, Laura Mm -hmm. and a, and a bow and arrow. And I will tell you that like all the work was in getting that grip on that collar. Yeah. That's what, like, as soon as I went for that collar side, Mm -hmm. she was so tight on that block, but I just kept working it and working it and working it. And eventually I just kept, I just, but I just didn't let her get down. You know what I mean? And I was working it and I just, it took almost the whole match for me to get my hand to where it needed to be. Mm -hmm. 
But then I tried to move too fast. Yeah. And all of a sudden, when I moved too fast, my foot was still over her. And I was like, oh, no. And then I pushed. And then I had to readjust the feet again. And then as I'm, like, pulling back, I realized, oh, yeah, I have to put my, 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 my knee over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I did that, it was just, but it was, they always tell you in class, like, this is going to be the battle. Like, you're going to get into side control, side control, side control the, you got to yep. beat this elbow. Mm-hmm. But, like, you don't, you don't realize how much of a battle it is so you're when you're it. just doing technique. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, no, 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 like, this is going to be exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's just like when he was showing us, you know, you can, you go from uh, mount and you go from the side control, you get the arm, you, you, you're, you're trying to go for a back, and then they, they and then, you put them, you're like, oh, okay, you're not going to go this way. So you pull on their arm and then you go back and I'm back in mount. And mm-hmm. you just keep resetting that. But the energy for you to get out of that mount, there's the battle, you yeah. know? And it was, it was, it was really eye opening because like I said, everything seems to be, it's like, oh, how do you know how to do this? And it's like, I'll be honest with you. I don't. Yeah. I just, I've worked these things so often that Half of the time now, I close my eyes, and I'm closing my eyes, yeah. and it's like I'm walking down a hallway, and I'm just I'm feeling it out, and then all of a sudden, oh, there's the door, there's the door. I'll do that in technique sometimes, in just technique? to kind of get yeah, because I'm, I mean, it depends. Um, it also depends on what what position I'm in. Sometimes like, um, like especially if I'm a mount, if I'm in mount, um. I feel like I get like kind of claustrophobic in mount sometimes, especially if they get like really high high up on the chest. So oh, sometimes oh, okay. I feel if like, you are if you're being oh, mounted, yeah, 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 that's what I mean. If you're yeah. in mount, you should be oh, yeah. very comfortable. Yeah, yeah okay. no, 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 no. Okay, okay. No, if I'm in mount, I'm pretty quickly flipped back over to guard because <laughs> I'm a buck thirty soaking wet. So mount's not a very strong position <laughs> for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So I'm 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 mounted. Yeah, and so uh, like I'll get claustrophobic sometimes, um, and so I feel like sometimes like that move, for example, like closing my eyes, kind of helps me focus on my breathing a little bit. Because really, the only thing I'm doing, the only thing I can do, is hip escape and bridge, bridge yeah. and hip escape, like a, 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 and try to get some distance to reestablish my guard. There's not much else I can do except like try to flip you over. But. I know it's a huge no no, but I always go to turtle. Yeah, <laughs> always. Well, I, I think I, as long as you don't get comfortable in turtle. Well, the thing okay. is, is that your t- turtle's not a position. Mm-hmm. But, but it's that's a transition. Where, yeah, but that's the problem. Yeah, I'm not transitioning. Yeah, <laughs> I'm literally going to my knees and I'm getting in turtle. Yeah, because it feels so much better than having you on my chest. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm like, all right, get 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 me out of here. Yeah. And as soon as I get out of there, I'm like, all right, well, I gotta figure this out mm-hmm. now. Now I'm in a I'm in a worse spot, but I can breathe. You're in a worse spot, but you feel better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's been uh, something I've done, I mean, since the beginning. I was literally told multiple times, probably still today, don't, that is not a position. Yeah. You're transitioning, so keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I'm just like, oh, get off my chest, get off my chest. Um, so what, so many things going on today that we always, touch on 
What do you think about the GOP telling people that they have oh, to keep? Yeah, this is good. I don't care. I want people to hear this because this is ridiculous to me. To yeah. me, I am like almost offended mm -hmm. because he's asking people. Uh, well, he's not asking. He wants to make abortion illegal. Mm -hmm. He wants to tell people that were raped to keep the babies. Yeah. And we just got an emergency shipment of 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 um, formula. Mm hmm. So with all these things going on today, what, why would you ever tell anybody that they got to do something? Wouldn't we want to figure out the formula first? Yeah, that's a big issue. And does, I don't know um, about anybody else out there, but males in general, are we like, what are we doing? Why is it that this guy, and I know there's women there and they agree with it too, but I feel like there's more men. Mm-hmm. In any system, who, who that, was this? Was this the like the I don't GOP know. chair? Ke Kevin Are they McCarthy? all GOPs? Are there multiple GOPs? No, I'm so an G idiot. G GOP is Grand Old Party. Um, Grand Old Party. Yeah, that's Does what it that stands for. That even sounds stupid. Yeah, um, and it's basically yeah. I mean, it's 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 the the Republican like party. Um, okay. But the 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 lead the chair chairman lead chairman something uh, is Kevin McCarthy. So okay, I don't know if that, 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 that might be him. I don't know. Yeah. All I all I read was GOP. They his name was probably in the article yeah, I read. They, but they, I was they, I was just like, kind, what are we doing? They're, they're kind of like a, I mean, like any any extreme end of uh, of either political party. They're kind of like a cult. So you can, especially when it comes to like the issue of abortion, like their constituents is very very pro life. So like they kind of all have this, regardless of if they personally care about abortion or not. They're gonna tell and vote pro life because if they don't, then my they're problem, not gonna get reelected. My question is: is how can they do this when we don't have what we need on the shelves to keep them alive? I just don't think they care. Like I, I know they're yeah. just trying to make more voters. Yeah. Like I, I know this doesn't. This has nothing to do with the kids. It has mm -hmm. nothing to do with life itself in yeah. general. Yeah. I know for a fact that this is just for little voters. Mm -hmm. That's all they care about. They want to keep as many people pumping in as possible. They don't want to see, and they want more voters, more taxpayers, more everything. Yeah. But now we're at the point where so many people have lost so much, jobs, careers, businesses. The, the people that were hanging on by a thread are now underwater. Mm -hmm. um, there, there's no real sign of anything coming back. They're saying that gas could get up to $7 a gallon within the next year. Ooh, um, yeah. they're, mm. They are saying things that are so scary with our yeah. prices of our food and our gas. Mm -hmm. And then on top of this, you were raped, keep the baby, figure it out. Yeah, it's messed up. Well, I, I, I don't see any justification for it. I really I'm don't. So, I, like, I don't feel like anybody else is confused. I don't feel like when you read the headlines and you listen to all of these things now, uh, Breaking Points is completely different. They actually do have, they do talk about it. They are upset about it, and they are screaming about it along with all the people that they've teamed up with. But the thing that bothers me the most is that you don't hear it anywhere else. It seems like everybody's on... Like it's it's pro life or it's pro choice, mm -hmm. and it's like, well, wait a minute, where, what does it matter? Yeah, if we're if they're having babies or they're not having babies, we have no way to feed the babies. Mm -hmm. 
So what do we do? Can we can we figure out how to keep the baby alive first yeah. before you go and tell everybody they have to keep the baby alive? Yeah, it's uh, I, I, it's I get, a crazy system, man. It makes and, me so angry. And, and, and the thing too is like once you, I mean, I always think back. It's it's a weird thing to always think about, but whenever I think about abortion like being illegal or like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like looked down upon or judged, um is I think of Dirty Dancing. And I think of her friend in that movie that that got that oh, yeah. got the like the the, got the abortion the alley alley abortion from you know oh, with yeah, a coat hanger right. got super infected and uh baby's dad had had to come in and 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 help her. That's that 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 is immediately where my mind goes to is uh, these abortions are going to be I forgot there was an abortion in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, I know the 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 ending is all everybody remembers, right? But that movie got pretty dark. That's right. They were in that little little hut in the hut. Yep. Holy shit! She had an illegal abortion. Yep. <sighs> I totally forgot. And, and she almost movie. died from it. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Uh, but wow, that's that's where my that. mind goes to, man. It's like they're they're gonna do it, and it's like it if it's gonna be done, it needs to be done safe. You know, that is crazy. it needs to be safe. No, I, I think so From too. I mean, yeah. all right. So let's let's because this is what happens always. Mm -hmm. You make something illegal, and it goes to the black market. Oh yeah, which is exactly what's going to happen to smoking. Mm -hmm. You know, with the FDA re regulations, the PMTAs. Um, I've had multiple juice companies go straight over to uh, uh, only producing hemp products now so every i don't most people don't know this but every e-juice company out there has cbd production all forms of it mm -hmm. but now with the hemp laws going federally legal and texas just trying yeah. to make it illegal they were trying to make delta 8 a uh, uh number schedule one yeah. drug yeah which is so funny yeah, because the federal wild. government's like, no, 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 we just legalized hemp. You're not allowed to do this anymore. Yeah. But all of those e-juice companies were like, cool, hemp's legal. We were already doing the CBD side of things, which was the only legal part of uh, the hemp plant that they could actually use. And now they're utilizing the entire plant just like we do for pot, regular THC. So now they're tearing the thing down. They're making all of these THCOs, Delta A, THCPs, all these things that actually get you high. Mm -hmm. And now they're 100% legal, which I think is a great thing. It's saving companies. But here's my small issue with it. Every single one of those companies doesn't want to deal with the FDA. They don't want to pay the PMTAs because it's literally a million dollars a bottle per flavor so yeah. if you've got a zero three six and you got a 24 and a 50 you have five million dollars yeah. in that one flavor it's so insane it's insane yeah so companies have not only downsized their juices they've gone from 12 flavors to six they've gone from uh you know being doing 12s and 18s only doing the three the five that i just mentioned everybody is like stopping at six now all higher productions are only done in the salt nick stuff and then on top of it now with the hemp being federally legal i've had multiple companies that i've called to reorder 
And they're like, oh, no, we've shut down production. Shut down. Our, and our I was like, whoa, 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 what are you talking about? Like, we were already, like, the things going on right now with uh, the, the government, they are trying to make smoking illegal. So what they're attacking first is menthol, menthol cigarettes, and flavored cigars. And what they're going to do is, is they want to make that federally illegal. So all the laws that pertain to Massachusetts, because that's exactly what they banned. Mm -hmm. They banned menthol, menthol cigarettes, and all flavors, which meant all flavored cigars, cigarettes, anything. All gone. So you can only get regular cigarettes and regular tobacco flavored e-juice and clear this thing called clear. We're not sure what it is. It's basically unflavored, but that's all they can sell. Yeah. So because of that, uh, we have chosen not to sell that in our stores in New Hampshire. Give them some business. But that is going to be the role model for the entire country, minus the flavors. Mm-hmm. All right. The only thing extra that Massachusetts did was get rid of all the flavors. And I think that was t- tied into a flavor ban which has happened in New York, Maine, yeah. Massachusetts, and a couple other places. Oh, Maine got hit? I think Maine, Maine recently mm-hmm. got hit. Yeah, it's, it's becoming a little virus. Everywhere, yeah. that, <laughs> everywhere that marijuana is legal, yeah. flavors are not. Everywhere marijuana is not illegal, flavors are okay. So literally everybody that surrounds us, flavors are, are illegal. Yeah. But New Hampshire hasn't legalized marijuana yet. So I'm assuming we're going to have flavors until then. Yeah. Because I don't know when it's going to happen, but live free and die is just a statement on our license plate. It really does not mean anything. Oh, no, not at all. So all I've these always thought th- it was a silly saying. <laughs> all these bans happening. Well, what do you think is going to happen once smoking becomes illegal? Because if you look at the big picture of them tearing everything down, every notch that they tear down gets their... Gets them one more step into the door of knocking down cigarettes. But every time they knock cigarettes down, it makes it that much easier to kick the door in on the vaping industry because it hasn't even got legs to stand on right now. So them moving their companies over to the hemp production and dropping the e-juice production helps them destroy the vaping industry. But gave that company a permanent leg to stand on and employees paid and everything else. Mm-hmm. And now they don't collapse. So it's it's just a crazy, crazy time in the industry right now. But I think cigarettes, smoking, vaping, it's just going to go to the black market mm-hmm. because that's what making things illegal does. Yeah. And then where are we at? Yeah. Are people going to put fentanyl in e-juice? Oh, boy. <laughs> right? Well, think about it. They're yeah. putting fentanyl in whatever they can. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, the cartel's like, oh, they got no e-juice. Cool. Little dash of fentanyl and everything, send it yeah. out. I like, mean, I guess I guess the bright side is, you know, with the exception of the nicotine, um, all e-juice ingredients are, like, pretty easy to come by. Propylene glycol, vegetable glycerin. You can flavors, make it yourself, nicotine. yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's production I, for a reason. Yeah, I don't have the time to mix e-juice and play with flavors. No. I don't have the time to do that. But they're, they're not attacking the pouches. They're not attacking toothpicks, and I get it. It's not vaping. It's not the same. But what, what I'm looking at is, is I'm looking at this bigger picture. 
mm-hmm. of them trying to make smoking in America illegal. And I think it's going to eventually happen because we all know that cigarettes are bad. Yeah. And where we can all agree that vaping is not exactly healthy, it's definitely better than cigarettes. Yeah. It has helped me tremendously. hundred percent. I would, I, I, I tell everybody this. I never ran. I could barely do jujitsu. Mm-hmm. I couldn't breathe when I was smoking cigarettes. Vaping has allowed me to breathe. It's allowed me to do more things. And is it still probably hurting me? Could I be doing better if I wasn't inhaling anything? Mm-hmm. Of course. Yes, that's a stupid question. No shit. Yeah. Like, that's the way it works. Yeah. But I am an addict addicted to a highly addictive product, mm-hmm. so I'm still looking for that hand-to-mouth action. Yeah. And now they might be taking that away. And it's like, that's probably going to go to the black market and or go to people that just want to make it in their own house, which I don't recommend, but that's only because of all the tweaking and steeping and things that you probably won't read on trying to make your own e-juice. Like most people don't know that after you make a batch, it's got to sit for weeks. Yeah, I had I I had a buddy that that tried to start his own juice company, and mm-hmm. he he mixed a bunch. It was back back in the dripping days. Back in the dripping days, those were good old <laughs> days, man. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. No, Building they were sucked. Awful. It was awful. They were awful. Hated I remember, it. I remember chilling in the basement with a power drill. Yeah. and Canthal wire. Yeah, hated it. <laughs> hated it. Everybody's like, "Oh, I miss dripping." I don't miss no, it at all. It's messy. Bit. The devices are unsafe. Screw all that shit. Yeah. Give me a pod device. They've made everything so p- simplistic today mm-hmm. and so easy that there's no reason why you would ever want to start in that where yeah. we started from. It's just like a dinosaur age. Mm-hmm. And it, it, we only have a, oh, a teeny, teeny, tiny percentage that still get into building today. But I just, I just don't want to see uh, people... Going to have to buy this shit off the black market one day. Yeah. I just think I'm I'm agreeing with what they're doing. Yeah. Do do I agree that cigarettes should be illegal? Yes, because they kill you. Yeah. Well, guess what? I also believe that alcohol should be illegal because of the same because reason. It kills you, yeah. But we're not going to do that because we already did that. And what happened? Oh, I went, went to the oh, black yeah. market. There was oh, moonshine. Yeah, there was the fucking runners. So ba- bathtub whiskey. Everything yeah. that they try to make illegal always winds up in this area of gray mm-hmm. where people just still keep doing it. But now it's unregulated. We don't know what's happening. I mean, how many people went blind because like the the, the moonshine was too fucking high or yeah. this or that? It, it, had instantaneous liver failure. Like, we don't know all of those stories. They were never documented. Yeah. Because why? Because it was all illegal. So I just don't agree with them making anything illegal today. Yeah. Yeah. I think everything should be open to the person being capable of making their own decision of whether or not they want to get an abortion, smoke cigarettes, vape, or smoke pot, or drink. Or do heroin. Yeah. Any of it. I don't, I I think that we just keep trying to make it worse. What do you think? It's funny because I was looking over at it. it, This, this argument always reminds me of Breaking Bad. 
yeah. oddly enough, because that was Walter's philosophy, right? He was like, I want them to have a clean product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and yeah. it's like, and that's the thing too. Like, if if even if like you know, and it's a, it's a controversial topic, and I'm and I hear both points of view, but you know, I've been, you know, I think yeah, make everything legal and regulated, tax it. Make sure that it's it's created safe. Like fentanyl to me is the most dangerous thing. I mean, like I was a, no, no, no. It literally is the most is. dangerous thing. It's uh, the scariest thing. I mean, like a I, little teeny yeah. tiny dust particle on the top of a fucking pencil. Yeah, on the tip of the tip of the pencil. That's what can kill you. Yeah, it, it's it's incredible how yeah. small yeah. of that shit that you. And you're dead. Yeah. You're dead. So, and this stuff is being put into everything. Like, if you're uh, a benzo uh, person, you like benzos, you yeah. like uh, those those Adderall tablets. Putting it in the pills, man. There is crazy. so many knockoff pills being pressed, being distributed into America that are full of fentanyl. And these people just think that they're taking a barbiturate, which I don't agree with either, because barbiturates are just as hell, deadly as the alcohol. The, with, the withdrawals. There's only two drugs bad. on the planet, I believe. I think it's on the planet that will kill you when you're coming off of them. Barbiturates and alcohol. Yep. They're the only two that you have extreme withdrawals from, your body shuts down, and you fucking die. Mm -hmm. That's so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. I think opiates too, depending on how bad. No, they're... really, no. You just feel like you're gonna die. Yes, yes. <laughs> you feel like you're gonna die, but you will not die. Your body will not shut down yeah. on you. Huh. It's it's crazy. So, I just I don't know. This whole thing got me on this like path of like, why do we keep making things illegal? Why do we keep doing this? Because you know where it leads to. It just leads to this black market that you hate so much, but yet you keep feeding it. Mm -hmm. You feed the black market. If you want the black market to go away, don't make anything illegal. Yeah. But here's the other thing. If you're going to regulate it, stop charging so fucking much. Yeah. $5 million for one fucking flavor yeah, is it sounds insane. Like, it sounds like, to me, it sounds That's like That's a money that grab. Well, also, I mean, if you look at, like, big tobacco companies, they make vaping stuff, too. And they're the only companies that can truly afford Right, they had stuff. to buy out companies mm -hmm. to even get in the game. Yeah. But look at cigarettes. They're still made at almost the same cost as they've always cost. They have never cost any more to make. Yeah, it's all determinant on taxes. The state taxes. Yeah. It's all taxes. Mm -hmm. So... Those guys are still making the same product at the same price every day. Oh, yeah. Hand over fist money. So you don't need $5 million from a juice company for one flavor. Yeah. That's crazy. And it makes people not want to file. It makes people not want to do this. And it's, it's like if that's the point, well, you are never going to do anything Anyways, then yeah. you were, this is all a gimmick. Hey, we're going to FDA. And yeah. so Virt I, I, virtue signaling to protect the kids. Right. And oh, it's like, oh, come on. Yeah. 
Yeah. I hate this. That's all they ever do. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's always about yeah. the kids too. Yeah, like and, but at and, the end of the day, they don't probably they don't care about the and kids. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like kids should not like like we've had this conversation before. But like if you've never smoked a cigarette, there's really yeah, don't. no reason to start don't. vaping. Um, but at the same time, it's like you know I think one of the things that like I liked about vaping is like. You know, because I wouldn't smell like an ashtray afterwards. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, that turned into it went from smoking in the bathroom to vaping in the bathroom. And vaping's a lot easier to conceal. And the amount, like, we've also had the conversation of the amount of nicotine they're putting in these jewels, which was the most popular. I'm just yeah. going to use jewel as an example because people weren't rocking around with this. No. Like something like this. No, 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 it, no. They wanted the most minimal amount of vapor possible so that, you know, they wouldn't get caught. And but I mean to put, you know, one of those jewel pat, pods being a whole pack of cigarettes. I mean, like, and people are I would, vaping I would, those in a day, yeah, half a I day. Mean, I've been, I've been, Jesus, I smoked cigarettes from like eighteen to like twenty two, twenty three, and then I was, and then I was all vaping, but off like on strong stuff because when I initially got off cigarettes, I was using jewels. Because they were the strongest, but even the jewels, man. For someone who smoked for for you know five six years, they still gave me head rushes, man. Because there's nothing stopping you. No, the thing no, stopping you, you the thing stopping in. you with cigarettes is the filter. You know, you don't have you don't have that yeah. with the jewel. You can just keep puffing and puffing and puffing, and and you get nicotine poisoning. And especially on like a developing brain, it's like that's. I think I don't think I it's think, any good. I think kids definitely shouldn't be vaping, but at the same time, you know, I like flavors too. You like yeah, flavors. I love flavors. It, it's not like do like I think another thing we can agree on is like, you know, if it's the packaging, fine. Make the packaging boring. I don't care. Right? Like don't put like you don't want them to put like gummy bears on the packaging, fine. Right. But don't ban it. Because you think it's attractive, it's attracting kids, right? Like, regardless if it is or not, that's not as callous as it might sound. That's not my problem. I'm trying to be healthier and get off and stay off of cigarettes. It's time to take a break from talking with Tyler, so that I can talk to you about slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel. You're not sure how to spell it. It's right here at the bottom of the screen, or you can click the link in the description below the video. Yes, I love this website. They've got so many new items now. They've got uh, over half a dozen new hats. They got new skateboards. They got new t-shirts. They got socks. They got board shorts, and they've got so many more items to choose from uh, than they did even six months ago. That's because this company is growing, it's blowing up, and it's got great quality products at a great price, and you can only get them here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell that? It's right here at the bottom of the screen, or click the link in the description below the video. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we are open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m. And feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. And, of course, we have everything that you're looking for. That's right. 
You're looking for menthol. You're looking for flavors. You're looking for disposables. You're looking for rechargeables. You're looking for uh, Delta 8, Delta 9, uh, Delta 10, THCP. We've got them all. That's right. I've got cartridges, disposables. I got loose leaf CBD. We've got everything that you're looking for. Are you still building? Well, we've even got wire and cotton. That's right. We still supply to all the builders out there as well, even though we know there's not as many around today. But we've got products for everybody in our vape shop. That's right. New Hampshire Vape Gallery carries a wide variety of everything for everyone. We are located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. Feel free to give us a call 603-814-4171. And as always, I look forward to seeing you there. Naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. These quality products are amazing. They're high-quality products. They're organically made. They're here locally made in New Hampshire. I love, love these products so much. Uh, The salve for repairing skin, the balm for keeping it repaired, the foot and body soak is amazing. It helps melt away those stressful days. And then, of course, their beard oil is awesome. Smells great. Works great. I love it. I love all of these products, and I've always said, or maybe I need to start saying it more, small businesses make a better product. So invest your money in a small business today, and why not start with naturalbossnh.com. That's right, naturalbossnh.com. And of course, the link is in the description below the video. Feel free to click it. It's super simple to do. And Buy all five of these products. Try them out. All right? You're going to love them because I do. I know it. I know good products when I find them. So, N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. That's naturalbossnh.com. Go there. Click the link and buy these amazing products today. And now, back to talking with Tyler Crane. But, yeah, it's like I just, I... I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. I've that's asked what, what I'm focused oh, well, on. Oh, to go off of that though, but I've, I've asked my companies to do this. I've yeah. asked multiple manufacturers when I could talk to manufacturers, which I'm not allowed to do anymore. <laughs> I have to go, unless they've been capable of paying the individual state taxes. Now I have to go through distributors. Um, but I would ask them and I said, why are you doing that? Why are you feeding the government this argument? Because the more pretty your packages, the pictures, the names, and all this bullshit, if you just said it was pineapple, kiwi, passion fruit yeah. on a plain black box with white lettering, why, why can't you do that? And they were like, well, because of marketing. We need this. It needs to do this. We got to advertise. Yeah. And it's like, well, you're not allowed to advertise cigarettes. So yeah. I, I'm, all, I'm, I'm always for doing the same. Right? You can't advertise cigarettes. They tried the camel, dude. They tried the flavored cigarettes. That got shot down hard. That whole thing got shut down. It crushed those cigarettes. They went away just as fast as they came out. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It's still a so- it's still smoking. It's still yeah. smoking. 
I, I don't I don't understand it's vaping, it's different, but here we go. It's the same. Yeah. You're still inhaling something. It's still for people of a certain age bracket. Yeah. So let's help. Why yeah. doesn't the vaping industry stop feeding the government a good argument? Yeah. Well, and and the funny thing too is like I definitely see their point about marketing. I don't agree with what they're doing and because what they're doing is marketing at the cost of their company. Right, that's but what I, I think, think. But I think that they just have to look to the tobacco companies because as evil as they are and as many people as they've killed, they figured out how to roll with that with marketing. Cigarette packages look awesome because they're simplistic. I love the look. Of, every time I go to yeah. a gas station, man, the, the, the aesthetics on like a pack of reds, or, or like the the black and orange ones that Marlboro oh, okay. would okay. do, like they the tobacco yeah, they that companies black and green when you, the, you crack ooh, the yeah. filter. The 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 tobacco companies have figured out simplistic. But marketing. there's no advertising. There is no advertising. So you can be simplistic, you get your message out there, That's, and not advertise. So why won't the vaping industry figure this out? See, I just. Figure it out. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Put the work in. You got to put the work I, in. I don't understand all yeah. of this. Like, they're like, oh, well, I got to send. And it's like the distributors are like, oh, look at all this news. And it's like nothing new is supposed to be coming out. And yep. yet new shit's always coming out. Mm -hmm. I get so yeah. confused. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. You're like, can what? I carry this? <laughs> well, it's not even like if, I, if they're selling it to me and I'm paying taxes on it, then yes. But the weird thing is, is that like nothing new was supposed to come out after 2016. But every six months, there's new products. So I don't know who's not listening and who's not enforcing because all of this seems to be so sloppy. They, they're like, oh, no, we, we put this I mean, law into federal a, government. We put this law into <laughs> an effect and nothing new will be coming out. But yet nothing old has been yeah. sticking around. And then they're like, oh, well, they need this and this and this. And it's like, OK, well, how about this? You make it simplistic. You, you dumb it down. And then. You put not for human consumption, and then you put it's just a supplement. Yeah. Right? Because all my supplements in my it, cabinet, this, the, is, this is not FDA approved. And the supplement industry can get wild. You can get some oh, nasty stuff in, from the insane. supplement industry. You get some you gas station fucking rhino <laughs> pills hoping to hop up your dick and it's loaded with nothing but fucking testosterone yeah. and GHB. Stimulants. Fucking all cut because the bins that they make that garbage in mm -hmm. is all, they're like, oh, well, I just made this supplement and now I'm going to make horse tranquilizer yeah. and now I'm going to make dick pills and they all get pushed into the same friggin' thing. And now you've you've got it all in that pill, mm -hmm. which is why fighters have popped for for illegal stuff, even though they were only but they were taking like a gas station fucking rhino pill. Well, why are you taking that garbage? Well, a lot of that stuff place? too. I mean, it's you know manufactured in China. It's all well. It happened cut. to Rogan. Yeah, it's all cut with the same yeah. stuff. Rogan had Alpha Brain about four or five years ago, maybe six now, um, and he had his supplement tested after it was made and they found a couple ingredients that were never supposed to be in there. And then when they went to the facility, oh. they were like, Oh, you're mixing everything in the same vat. 
Well, I can't have my product made here anymore. Five, six years ago. I wonder if I got any of that stuff. I don't know. I'm trying to remember when I started out. It could be longer. I might be speaking out of tune yeah. or whatever. The, I'm not trying to. But he fixed it. He, oh, yeah. No, he I had to. He I mean, it. he talked yeah. about it multiple times. He had to take his company and he had to be like, no, you guys aren't doing this right. They had to go to another company that literally cleaned in between making the supplements which is what should that should be the standard you shouldn't have to it should reach out for are that. you sure <laughs> i feel like you asked too much like mm-hmm. like restaurant industry i mean you you have to follow stringent rules man like but you like you just said they're made in china yeah where how much not... shit everything in my shop it comes from china oh yeah without china there is no vape industry yeah so it kind of started started there. I think I think they did. yeah I think they I think it was two thousand seven or two thousand eight, the the old school like tanks with the well all that stuff yeah came out. and, and yeah. they make knockoff like they're literally making smock shit and making smock knockoff shit next to it. It is I have never seen a place that is so I do not give a fuck about you. It's like they, they I mean there's just so many people. And they just you, they replicate does, everything and they're really good at it. Yeah. Even though it's a complete absolute shit product, mm-hmm. man does it look great. Mm-hmm. They make those things look identical. You've heard about all the Apple stores and they're not Apple stores? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In China, because yeah. there's no trademark, whatever, laws or whatever, there are legit Apple stores. That are not Apple stores. But you walk in it, it's all Apple product. Mm-hmm. You buy the shit, and then you call Apple, and you're like, my fucking laptop. And they're like, I don't know what you're... We've never... No. Where'd you buy? I'd be so pissed. They can't stop them. <laughs> they can't stop... It's fucking crazy, dude. Because they're selling them for the same price, too. You know? It's not a little bit cheaper, but I'll still. tell you another shady thing in the vape industry going on right now. Uh, a lot. <laughs> there's been a lot, and I'm not going to point anywhere names or anything but i do want people to be aware of this today um there are a lot of new vape shops popping up here and there and what they're doing is is that these were vape shops that were in massachusetts that got shut down yeah because of all the regulations and everything that happened so they put all their shit in storage now they're opening up shops in new hampshire Okay, it's been two years. It's like a second location? No. Oh. No. They're opening up a store in New Hampshire and bringing everything out of storage. So everything is two years old. Um, oh, boy. Disposables, juices, jewel pods, all kinds of shit are popping up. And, they're, and, and they're, so they're filling their store. People are like, the juices. Half off, first of all. Yeah. Name brand shit that I'm selling today for 20 bucks. They're selling for 10 That's Half off. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's That's a reason wild. for it. And there should be an expiration date on all your juice bottles. So if there's not an expiration date, you should probably put a question mark up. Yeah. So it would taste chalky. Yeah. Or just kind of gross or have no flavor at all. Yeah. Or maybe it burns out your coil in like half a second. Mm-hmm. Like, because the nicotine's just so it's bad. Just steeped so yeah, bad. Yeah, so like bad. So but you got to remember, two years ago, they weren't using synthet- synthetic nicotine. So that's plant-derived nicotine. So all of it should have darkened. You know what I mean? Yeah. So those are, th- and, and the same with disposables. You buy a disposable, it's 2,500 puffs. It's 20, uh, maybe they charge you 10 bucks. 
right? And you're like, oh, I got a great deal. And it's dead in less than eight hours. Maybe it lasts you two days instead of a week. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why. There's also another reason because people are actually driving around right now. And I've had a few come into our shop and I've turned them away, you know, because that's weird. (laughs) It's weird. But when somebody rolls up and they're like, hey, man, you carry Escobar? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, cool. I can give them to you for X amount of dollars. And I'm like, huh? Are you distributing? Well, yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm distributing. They're all in my car they're right now. They're on the trunk of my car. I'm like. It's 100 degrees out, and they're in the trunk of my car. I'm like, what do you mean they're in your car? <laughs> like, are you giving me a card for your distro? No, no, no. They're in my car. You give me cash, all done. Well, first of all, no, <laughs> because that's federally illegal. Yeah, dude, you're going to get. That's federally yeah. illegal, right? Because now I'm not paying taxes on it. And then, how are you selling me a product cheaper than my distro? Well, something tells me they're on their way out. So these guys are driving around to vape shops and doing this. Now, I, I, I'm only one shop. I don't know anybody else that said no. I don't talk to anybody else. But yeah. how many shops went, I can save X amount of dollars if I take this amount off of you right now, and I don't do it through the distro and I could downcharge a little bit until they're gone, but now I've doubled my money, and I didn't pay taxes. Sounds like a good plan to me. Yeah. So they do it, and then the consumer buys it, and they're wondering why these things are dying, and then they're wondering why they come into our store. They're paying double the price. They're like, yeah, I don't it, understand it end, this. It just ends up looking bad on you. But I'm like, I'm like, so these things are happening today. Yeah. Stores, stores are popping up with old inventory because they've been locked up in storage and you got people driving around with half expired bullshit, just hoping that somebody will take the lot off their hands. Yikes. And you got to remember they're driving around with these in their car. So when the temperature's changing, they did not empty their car when they went to bed. Oh yeah. And boy, is the temperature changing and it's (laughs) recently so bad for the devices. Yeah. You think that's awful. That kills batteries. Kills batteries. So I I just, I can't believe that there's so much shit going on because people are just trying to survive. Yeah. They're just trying to make it. Yeah. They're trying to make their money back. They're trying to get their investment. They're trying so hard. And the way that the vaping industry is going is causing all of this to happen. You are causing all of this shadiness by implementing everything that you are implementing. But it goes, it's just... The reason I brought up the abortion was to look at this whole picture of just just making things illegal. You know what I mean? But I think that is the worst thing that they could be doing right now. Because it's none of their business. Well, that's the thing. It it really shouldn't be anybody's business. It's like when when people, you know, are asking about vaccines and shit. Well, at this point in time, no one needs to know when I was vaccinated or if I am or not. It doesn't matter because why? Because I'm taking care of me. Don't worry about me when I get sick. I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. That's where we should be at in today's society with all the science and everything behind this. A mask doesn't help me from you. It helps you. That's it. And we need to understand that. I I find a lot of people having a hard time letting go. And it's like, okay, so you can't let go. We're still stuck here. 
I'm just going to let you deal with it, but don't, don't yell at me anymore. These messages that have been just implemented over the last two years has just been horrible for people's psyche and everything else. I just, so many people are losing their shit today and I blame most of it on that, but, but let's not get into that anymore. Let's, I want to, I want to look at something that's a little bit more, uh, enlightening, which is the fact that you've been off of alcohol for three years now. Yeah. Three years. Yep. And I think that's amazing. Like 10 days. Because the reason I find it amazing and impressive is because it took one incident for you to just change everything. And it was something that took me, well, years, decades Mm -hmm. to figure out. And how, uh, how is that going for you? Like, today how how like you're gonna be playing right you go and you play music and you play live and you go to bars and you go so and being three years separated is still pretty young considering but with the proper mental strength and Mm -hmm. everything else that you've been implementing into your life today what what message would you have for somebody who's kind of on the same path doing the same thing, still trying to be in that music industry, but also trying to keep a sobriety at, at hand. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it, um, I mean, at this point, I just don't have a desire to drink anymore. You know, See, like, I nice. just, the, the, the desire's gone. But, like, in the beginning, I mean, like, right after I decided I was done, I mean, I went, I was a, I was a groomsman, uh, my, one of my best friends from high school, uh, he was getting married and I was a groomsman and it was an open bar wedding. And then like two or three weeks later, I was at a music festival playing a music festival up in Maine. And then shortly after that, or yeah, shortly after that, um, I was playing in bars again. And so it's like, I just, I think what helped me and it was something it wasn't until I got off of alcohol that I noticed how negatively it was affecting all these different areas of my life. Um, and and once I realized that I played better, I felt better about my playing, I was more conscious about my playing, um, my timing w- was better, um, my overall just, you know, kind of making sure that – because I had – you know, I had, I was looping, and I had like three different instruments all going in, and I was looping drum lines and bass, and you know, bass you have to have good timing and all that stuff. And I just, after a show, I would feel better. Yeah. About about how I played versus like the amount of times where you know because. You know, we were playing like three-hour gigs, right? And so we'd get there, and I had a bunch of stuff to set up. So I would get there, you know, typically like an hour beforehand, and have. And a, you're 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 this, you're this is back fresh. when I was drinking. Oh, this is back. Okay, but what I'm getting at is, is like a person who has just given up alcohol mm-hmm. and is like, "Hey, uh, I still got to go gig. I still got to go play." Like how 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 quickly were you just like? Were you just so determined not to drink that as soon as you stepped back into the bar area and was playing music, you were like, I'm here to play music, 
and that's it. Like, what was what was the control of being in the environment and and then still having that switch shut off? It mm. never turned back on to you. You never. Oh, I'm not going to say, like, I didn't have cravings. I mean, it definitely, like, it was, I think it was a balance of just, like, willpower and also just, like, doing enough honest self-reflection on myself to realize, like, how bad I did fuck up. And that, like, okay, something, so you something really has don't to like it when something's fucking up your life. Yeah. So it's yeah. easy for you when it, when to it, shut it off because it's fucking up your life. Yep. Okay. All right. That's so fair. that, but, but, but I mean, it definitely was still challenging. I mean, personally, um, you know, I just, uh, I just, I like seltzer water. So like, and because I just like the carbonation. Yeah, me so too. So always having a seltzer with me in the early stages really, for some reason, helped. Just because okay. it helped with the, con- like, you know. So the, you had little tools. You got little, little tools, hundred percent. And you know, like what you know, just getting outside and you know maybe. Because every, everybody's getting bit. back out there, right? Yeah. This is what we're all hoping for. This is what we want. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people that changed their lives, maybe made these same decisions. But now they're getting back out. Yeah, there. they're on the on the path. And, and for me, yeah. for me personally, I couldn't go anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go to a bar. I couldn't go out. I couldn't. I I could not put myself in those environments. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was. But I'm on, I'm on a different playing field. Yeah. So it's but we're also two different people. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot you of know? it. A lot of it too. Like you know, you mentioned that it's like I. Even when I was drinking, right, music was always more important to me. So I was like, a lot of it was like, okay, so this situation messed up, you know, these areas of my life. I don't want it to affect my music. I don't want to stop playing music and stop doing what I love because of a damn fermented beverage. You know, I don't want to have to... You know, tell my, you know, tell my buddy Greg, who I've I've been playing with for five, six years, I don't want to tell him, yeah, man, sorry, I don't drink anymore, so we can't play together. Right. Like, that was the last thing I wanted to do, so I think it's, you know, I I was— You had obligations. Because a thing for a lot of people is, like, find your thing, right? Right. Like, that's what they—that's what they told— you know, uh, a common thing I heard in AA a lot is, like, find your thing that, like, can keep your mind distracted from alcohol, right? Yes. I was lucky enough to already have that thing going into it. That's that's so, good. Yeah, that's so fair. it kind of like once I and again once I realized mm. that like, oh, if I'm not drunk while playing, I play better, <laughs> you know. So and and it's like that. That was enough of um, like that was like the final thing, right? Because like I, you know, after that, like I was. On top of you, you know, helping me out with rides to get the jujitsu. I mean, I wasn't, you know, waking up and not going to class because my stomach hurt because I had four beers last night and a burger. And yep. now my stomach feels awful and I don't feel like working out or going into work hungover or, um, you know, just general like. Like, it was around the time I was getting into, like... So you're just noticing an overall yeah, different body experience. Everything, yeah. Everything Everything just kind of seemed seemed a bit clearer. Yeah. Uh, even though, like, you know, especially in, like, the early times, like, I didn't know how everything was going to play out. 
and you know just kind of focusing on myself and see i like be that better. because that's not my story yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like i i couldn't do any of that yeah i have to stay i had to stay away for everything for like two three years before mm -hmm. i started feeling comfortable and it's just it's it's nice to hear that no matter what side of this addiction you're on mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter if it's alcohol it's pot it's heroin they're all addictions. They're all they all come with their ties and their habits and mm -hmm. everything else. But it's nice to know that there's multiple sides of this spectrum. There's the people like me who have to isolate and stay the fuck away from everything mm -hmm. until we get our our life yeah. in our own hands, I like to say, because now I finally understand myself and I get things and I don't have I finally have things yeah. that distract me from all of that. Um, but it took a long time to get to where I am and for you to turn it around so quickly is just impressive to me because I'm like, why'd it take me so long? But it's like, <laughs> you got, you can't think that way. No, you, everyone th has their own different. Everybody's going to be on a, their game. own journey. Yep. But the, the thing I want to point out to everybody is it doesn't matter what your journey is as long as you get to where you want to be. Yeah. Some people do it a little bit faster. Some people move a little bit slower. But in the end, it's just, even though we're battling the same thing, not everybody's always battling the same thing either. Yeah. It's a different thing. But it's okay to talk about the thing. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what it is. Like, I, I was always like, what back in my day, uh, <laughs> an AA meeting was only alcoholics. Mm -hmm. Today, that's not the same. And I think that's the way it should be because yeah. an addiction is an addiction, period. Mm -hmm. And 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 just hearing stories and understanding people, I think, helps all of us yeah. either stay away from what we did or it helps us maybe pull back and realize that we're doing something that's hurting us. So I think it's really cool that you've made it three years. I think it's amazing where you, what you're doing in jiu-jitsu. I think I, I'm just in... I'm just so happy for where you're at with your music yeah, and everything exciting. that we've gone through. I mean, let's just put it out there, dude. When we first started hanging out and we were both drinking toxic, it was <laughs> so toxic that we got into an argument about music. Yeah. I yelled and screamed at oh, you. Oh yeah. Well, I was an asshole. You were a little I'll bit take, of an asshole. I'll, I'll take but, some brunt for that. <laughs> but I was very, I was defending a style of music that I like. Yeah. It was very heated. Oh, yeah. I told you to give me my money and get the <laughs> fuck out of my house. And then I had to chase you around the neighborhood because I felt so bad about what I have done. Yeah. So it was it, from where we started. Yeah. And I think that was seven or eight years ago now. Something like Something that. Like that. It's, been a it's been a time. I've been, I've been off of alcohol for five and a half years now. Yeah. So it's been a time. But the thing is... To see where we were, yeah, the roads we were going down were completely unhealthy on all aspects. Oh, yeah. And how everything... I, I believe that not only have I helped you, but you have helped oh, 100%, me. 100%, yeah. You know what I mean? And I just think this entire journey has been so fulfilling. I I, I, I I look forward to seeing what you're doing next because when I was your age, I had already fired off a gun in public and I was in jail. <laughs> so to see 
where you're at right now, yeah. I know it's only going to get better from here. And that's one of the main reasons that I love having you on the podcast. Yeah. You're a great friend. Um, I always appreciate you. And, Same and, here, brother. and as always, man, just, just thank you. Yeah. And thank you for coming on. Bro. Oh, yeah, dude. All right. Thank you, man. I, I, thank you. So 100%. be on the lookout. All right, everybody. Gridlink, July 1st. New singles are going to be available everywhere. I will have the SoundCloud Gridlink where he's got four tracks or four, three, three tracks out right now uh, out on SoundCloud. Um, so go and check it out. Make sure you save the date. And uh, I hope everybody out there enjoys their Thursday. Have a great rest of your weekend, and I will talk to you later. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye.